Welcome back to Whitehorn. Whitehorn listeners, thanks for tuning in. We got the best in podcast content. You know what to do, baby. Peace and love. We're not going anywhere. We're just getting started. Alec on the West Coast, Dylan on the East Coast. Dill, how you doing today, sir? Fantastic, as always. That's right. Peace and love. We are actually getting it going on a Thursday this mm-hmm. week. Had a little bit of uh, busyness pop yeah. up in, in Alec and I's life lately. So we've been balancing work, you know, trying to collect that bread, mm-hmm. chase that paycheck. Mm-hmm. It's uh, end of Q3 for all of you fellow business people out there. So yeah. you know that it is really the month to start uh, taking advantage of things, closing it out on a strong yeah. note. So I am fantastic. Good, brother. Um, it's funny you mentioned the Q3 stuff. I was like, I was thinking about stuff at work today about you know our episode today and um, just treating the fans to another great episode of Wide Horn and I'm thinking like oh man three weeks left in the queue three weeks left in the queue and I'm thinking like do you think other people are thinking like that and obviously not everybody is but I don't know man it's just it's a weird time in in business when you're a couple weeks out from the end of a quarter and you're kind of like yeah. trying to make marks you know. For sure, September to me is also a weird time because traditionally it's when you go back to school. Yeah. So I think everybody in the world is either in two boats. Mm-hmm. You're either going back to school or you're closing out the work quarter. Uh-huh. And then if you're somewhere in between, God bless you. I don't know. Maybe you're living on an island and you have no concept of time. So <laughs> then you don't fall in those in that category. Yeah. But yeah, I, it's I always um, I always think of September as just like the start of a new yeah. year, even though it, it's not. Yeah, it's fun and close. No, it's weird too because typically where where I'm from over where where we grew up. This time of the year, it starts to cool down a little bit. Leaves start to change a little bit. Summer's coming coming to a close. Mm. Um, you don't really see it till more towards the end of September. But right now, brother, it is hot as shit out here in San Diego. It's been is yeah, it? it's been really hot. I've been sweating. I, it's been like one of those kinds of months or the past month or so where you're sitting in your car and you just feel your back sweating. You know what I'm talking about? Oh. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah it's that kind of hot. I know exactly. So our Whoa. our SDG&E bill, San Diego Gas and Electric, was the highest it's ever been because we just nonstop running the AC. <laughs> but um, no, but it's good, man. We're getting that bread. We're collecting that coin. But today we're bringing you an episode talking about some things that maybe we had interests in in the past, maybe like we have potential interests in in the future, or things we're doing right now. You better know it. You know it better. Yeah, you know it better as hobbies. There we go. Can't even yes. think straight today. Uh, hobby still. So obviously there's things that you did growing up that you don't do now. There's things that you do now that you never did and there's things that you want to do. Let's start at the beginning, right? Let's start talking about the past. What were some things growing up for you that you considered hobbies, right? Because not everybody considers things like sports hobbies. I do collecting cards. Like let's get into that kind of mindset and time frame. Like what, what are you thinking about? Yeah. So let's define hobby. I think first, just to make it easier. So my definition personally is anything that you're doing consistently on a daily basis that is by choice. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, sure, brushing your teeth, I guess, in a weird way, you could, could, could call that a hobby. I don't actually, that's not what I'm talking yeah. about. So, anybody who's like really wanting to take apart my words, please. Yeah, please don't off. do it. Yeah. Or no, anything that you voluntarily do on a consistent basis that you find some sort of enjoyment in, mm-hmm. I think that's a hobby. Uh, it's something that for me growing up was definitely sports focused. Mm-hmm. I, I would say sports and video games were like the phase one when I was probably from five or six years old yeah. till you become being like really social, I guess, which is like 10, 11 years mm-hmm. old, right? So those first like four or five years of my life, that's kind of what it was. And then obviously from 10, 11 on is when friends and girls and all that Chicks. other stuff gets into the mix. But yes, sports, video games, those are really the two. Yeah. 
like foundational pillars of my hobby life and have actually stayed pretty consistent into my adulthood. Okay. But what are some of your hobbies? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad you defined hobby too. And I think the, the biggest takeaway that I got from what your definition was is that you do it out of enjoyment um, and out of choice, right? It gives you, you, mm -hmm. you feel rewarded after doing it because you want to do it. Um, I mean, I think hobbies could be almost anything, obviously, right? As long as it kind of yeah. fills those two things. But for me growing up, it was a lot of... Um, sports as well and i in a lot of different ways too like i did a lot of bullshit things growing up like my mom had me in fucking figure skating for two years or a year <laughs> nice um and then like i did like gymnastics when i was super young and then i transitioned to like baseball basketball track you know what i mean like yeah. you know things like that um the first couple of sports if you want to you know throw that into the whole realm of hobbies I, I don't know if they were necessarily hobbies for me or not but they like like you they're definitely like fitness oriented or recreational i would say like mm -hmm. athletically um but then like i think like for me it was a lot of the theater and the drama a lot of musicals and a lot of plays i used to do like different um groups you know like improvisational things i would like go up to like like guilford in guilford connecticut shout out to guilford connecticut mm. if you're listening there um do like a little theater group there but yeah, mine was more music and, and theater focused. And it, it that did stay true too for me through through college, at least through some of college. Um, and then I transitioned out of that after my sophomore year when I went abroad. But um, yeah, no, I definitely think that, that hobbies do change, but a lot of those mm -hmm. roots kind of stick with you as you get older. I don't know, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I agree with you on that. Another thing to me, which is kind of fascinating is that hobbies can they can stretch along in terms of a scale of like difficulty or, or enjoyment like i feel like for different people a true hobby has, has a different combination of those two facets i know people for example that collect stuff mm -hmm. and maybe that's difficult in its own way because you have to source stuff and maybe the difficulty in that is like finding the right deal you know spending getting the most valuable items for the mm -hmm. least amount or with least amount of effort but then there's other hobbies, you know, like sports where it requires a degree of athletical, physical fitness. Mm -hmm. It might take time because it's a difficult like strategy mm -hmm. or technique that you're trying to perfect. So I think something that's really cool about hobbies is you really can craft it in, into whatever you want it to be. Mm -hmm. You know, some people like the very passive can just do it however they want at their own pace. Mm -hmm. and, and it's cool that for different people based on personality traits, they're, they gravitate yeah. towards more, you know, hobbies that, that contain different levels of challenge. But I don't know, to me, that that's something yeah. that I don't think people talk about a lot is there are really a lot of hobbies out there and you can make anything fun and interesting. I you think. can. Yeah. Challenging. I think collecting is interesting that you had mentioned. Um, were there things that you collected growing up that maybe you did for a period of time or that you can still continue to do or want to do, or is there something that maybe you want to get into? As far as collecting? Yeah. Yeah, I definitely collected cards and stuff growing up. Like, I collected, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah. Pokemon cards. I feel like a, a lot yeah, of kids did too. growing up. It's just, yeah. And it, I had no idea what the fuck in the cards meant either. I just liked it for the pictures, you know? I didn't actually exactly. play the game. Yeah, mo <laughs> right. Most most people did. Yeah. yeah, you made up your own games yeah. outside of the actual This guy's got six arms sure. to beat your guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, just can make up your own rules yeah. all the time. Yeah. I was a frequent offender of that. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I did a lot of card collecting. Mm -hmm. And then as I've gotten older, I actually collect, I've gotten back to collecting because I think it's fun it and I have more disposable income now. So I collect a lot of old uh, video games and also 
like just items and trinkets that that are of things that are interesting to me. So mm-hmm. I've got a little collection that I'm growing. But the thing that I've been most consistently and actively searching on is I'm a really big fan of like the Halloween franchise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Michael Myers, that kind of shit. I'm actually wearing coincidentally I'm wearing a Michael yeah. Myers t shirt. So this this would qualify as something in my collection, yeah. I guess. Yeah, it's a pretty cool shirt. My mom got it for me. Uh but anyways, <laughs> I would I, I collect a lot of shit. I'm starting to collect stuff like this and for me it's just cause it's nostalgic. It's something mm-hmm. uh, it's interesting to me and it's different. It's unique, so yeah. yeah that I, cards, cards, and little trinkets is stuff that I'm yeah. memorabilia is what I'm interested in. What about you? Is there anything I, that you? When I was growing up, I'm thinking about it almost. Was this more of a hobby, or was this just like me getting toys when I was younger? Mm. But I remember also having a ton of uh, Beanie Babies growing up. But I think mm-hmm. that that might have been my parents just being like, "These are going to be worth something one day. Let's keep getting them for right. Alec," you know. But I remember having a shit ton of Power Rangers. That was the other thing I had a lot of. Um, had, and I, yeah, but that's the thing too. It's like where's the, where's the line between playing with toys and then collecting things, right? Like, are you keeping it in a box as like a piece of memorabilia? Are you playing, or does it even matter? You know, where does the line between collecting and having a hobby? You know, or playing? I guess. Yeah. Too, you know. I yeah, I think collecting could be its own episode, like in and of itself, yeah. just because there it is very multifaceted. Is. You also have different kinds of collectors. There are some people that collect truly collect. Like I think of sealed stuff. Mm-hmm. So I know people that yeah. that collect sealed packages of trading cards and toys and things where there's no playing. Mm-hmm. Like this no. thing is in a box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's Meanwhile, it. I had my and green then, Power yeah. Ranger down my pants. Like that wasn't collecting. <laughs> <laughs> I was like three. <laughs> different different kind of collecting. Yeah. Collecting germs yeah, and disgusting. It. Disgusting. Yeah. Disgusting memories. But the thing that's interesting is I think most of us ended up being collectors mm-hmm. by way of the fact that we played. And that is that carries over to a lot of stuff. Sports equipment mm-hmm. is a perfect example. Like I'm big right now. Talk about hobbies. Mm-hmm. We'll transition into this. Yeah. I think it's a good Me segue. It's so right now my my hobby is like golf. That's yeah. I'm just obsessed with it. And I just recently bought some new clubs and I've started collecting new pieces of equipment. And yeah. it's interesting because I have my old set now. Yeah. It's just sitting in the closet, and I'm thinking, should I get rid of it? Should I sell it? Whatever. And I'm hanging on to it for now. I'm also a little bit of a hoarder. I get a hard time for that. Yeah. I can't let go of things. It's just especially as I'm getting older. Yeah. But uh, the the golf to me is something interesting because I feel like I'm interested in collecting. The, even though I can only have 14 clubs in the bag uh-huh. at a time, I'm in, I'm going to end up with way more than yeah. that over time. No, I think so. that's interesting too. It's like almost do you hold on to things that brought you joy or do you give give them away and let them go? Um, yeah. Do you have any Do you have any seasonal hobbies? Like anything that you do, maybe and not, yeah. maybe not even seasonally, as in like the four seasons, but seasonally in the sense of different times of the year. Or I definitely do. I think you're stumping me right now because I I didn't come anything like prepared for that kind of question because it's summer. Oh, you're good. It's uh, summer right now, and I feel like honestly, man, more than anything, and this is such a, a cop out answer, but I I haven't even had a lot of time to to do a lot of the things that I enjoy the past month and a half, and I know that it's like not a yeah. great answer, but it's the truth. I mean. For those that don't know, I'm working in healthcare right now, and obviously things are ramping back up, and it's been a lot of long hours. But, yeah, I definitely have seasonal hobbies. I mean, during the summers, I think, like, if you want to consider traveling a hobby, then I would definitely consider that my seasonal hobby in the summer. I, I really don't have a lot of time outside of the summer to to travel, for example. And it doesn't mean, like, traveling, like, oh, I'm going away for, like, a week at a time. Like, you know, day trips, weekend-long trips. Um, 
And then, um, yeah, I'm trying to think about um, what. I mean, spending time with others too and friends. I mean, that people forget that that's a pretty simple hobby. It is. It is a hobby. Well, I also think too. This year is the first year that I bought season tickets for the Padres. And funny enough, for that's those of cool. that don't know, I used to work there, so it's kind of funny how that came full circle. And I go with my best friend from San Diego that also worked for the Padres, so we bought together, and that's that's been a really great thing for us to do this past summer so that's like a seasonal hobby in above itself yeah. um it's been a lot of fun too because now we're on this wild card race and it's a lot of fun to kind of like now i get enjoyment out of oh, watching yeah. other teams play right how is that going to have an impact on my team so i mean i think it's mm -hmm. a pretty fun hobby um just watching sports and, and actually watching things unfold i mean we're getting into the nfl season now and first games tonight are, are you in a fantasy draft i'm not in a fantasy draft but i am very interested in watching yeah. the game yeah. because Tom Brady, big fan. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just fun. No, it's funny. That's a good hobby too to be to do. I, I didn't even think about oh, it. It's like doing a fantasy league and uh yeah. yeah. No, it's funny. You're in a few leagues? So I used to be. No, I used to be too, so it's funny. we we're both actually not in leagues then. This is the first year I'm not in probably like We used to be in a league together. I yeah. know you don't remember. No, the that, league. Paul. We had a group chat for it. <laughs> yeah. Still yeah. It's rusty. It is rusty. Let's bring it back out. But um no, it's funny. I was talking to some people today. I was texting them. I was like, you know, I'm getting FOMO. I forgot to uh, get into a league this year. Anybody want to do a league last minute? And they're like, how do you plan on drafting after the first game today? I'm like, hey, well, yeah. I mean, you can. Just, you well, can. We got the first couple of picks. Just takes whoever played well this past week. Uh, but fantasy football is a huge hobby for some people because look at the way that they undo – like they do these things with all these um, – What's the word I'm looking for? These punishments. People that come in last place, dude. Oh, my God. That's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, people get enjoyment out of that too. Oh. It's funny. People forget Jack and I built the trophy. Yeah, oh my that god! I think Dante Tomasini still has. I remember you brought it to TJ's house. Yeah, that one year. Yeah, yeah, we did the draft in person. That was actually mm -hmm. a lot of fun when we did all that stuff. Yeah. I I do remember thinking to myself as well how intense it was and how also I mean only four of us were really truly committed to it. The other four of us mm -hmm. were just not not playing. <laughs> like the half half the group was was into it. The other half didn't set their lineups. I yeah. feel like fantasy is one of those things where you have to have everybody on board, otherwise it just dies out quickly. Mm -hmm. But yeah, they, there really are if you think about it, we've covered so much stuff already. I mean sports, trading, collectibles, yeah. toys, shit like that. Fantasy football, like what are some obscure hobbies that you, I have because I have a few on my list that I've heard yeah. of that I'm just really interested in to break yeah. down and dissect. I have a good one: um, making pasta sauce. <laughs> I that's a hobby. Yeah, okay. I dabble. I, I try to I fuck with different uh, ingredients and see what you know what tastes better. I don't make it all the time, but if I make sauce like every couple weeks, it's one thing too that you don't want to overdo because it's like if you do something that you like enough too too much, it's like it takes away from the looking forward yep. to being able to do it. Um. But yeah, I consider that a hobby, almost like how people would consider it, like cooking like a hobby of theirs, you know. But I, I, I would zone in on specifically like pasta sauce. I think it's fun, and I, I like making it for my friends too, because I could have a dinner party or have people over the house. She's like, yeah, come over, yeah. I'll make, I'll make macaroni, I'll make whatever it might be, and I don't know, it keeps me, it keeps me uh, cultured with my roots. Why? What about you? What's some obscure shit that you're doing? Yeah, so. I mean, my, me personally, I like I said, I don't think I have any any real like out there hobbies other than I I have taken a fascination in trying to restore some old golf clubs mm -hmm. and things. Like I actually just put a club in my bag that I I got all the rust off of mm -hmm. it. It was left outside and it was rusted iron, and I've like brought it back to yeah. life. And that kind of sparked in me. I kind of want to start collecting 
Well, I won't now because I live in a 700 square foot apartment, but (laughs) hopefully when I have a house, like be able to collect and store old, I'd I'd like to collect maybe, I don't know, old golf clubs and things like that and try to restore them, get them back to like where they were. Because it was a lot of fun doing that. And there's just some, there's some satisfaction that you can get out of taking something Mm -hmm. that is old, that formerly used to be really in good shape and, and kind of bringing that back to life. Something that I find to be just a very strange hobby that people enjoy is um, like collecting like shells or stamps or things <laughs> of that nature. I, I, I'll be honest with you, like unless you live in a beautiful place where the shells are very are varied, mm-hmm. like you're not going to the beach. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. are you going to buy like I see what you're you going to buy shells from the store? Are you, are you going to collect the same fucking shell from the beach over and over again? Yeah. I, I, th- those are hobbies that I get, but I don't because so, I'm like it all looks the same to me. So you know, and where, where you and I grew up. Um, and stamps are boring. Yeah, stamp, fuck stamps. Those are so stupid. I don't even understand. People collect them. I don't them. understand why. They just they piss me off. They're like stickers. Um, Bruce Zundel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Anyways, um, the shells thing is funny to bring up because my mother and I, you're going to feel like shit now. We used to walk on the beach together. And we used to get the little spiral shells and we used to collect them together. And we used to keep them like outside of the front porch. So I hope you feel like a dick now. But, um, yeah, I mean, good, good. No, but I, I get okay. what you're saying, too. It's like, where the hell are you going to put all those things? What are you going to put them out in your front lawn in the middle of, you know, it's, it doesn't really make too much sense. Well, but it, it's more the thing, I guess, the, the thing that I don't understand, or I'm fascinated by, is just people that collect things that to me just look outwardly mundane or, or the same. Yeah. It's like, when like I, rocks. and I guess it's all just I like, People collect rocks. People collect no coins. Yeah, I mean, man. if you like collecting rocks, no, that's no, your thing, you know. Right. No. No. Coins is the same thing. I guess my point is to for a lot of because there can be so many different hobbies and so many different things that you can do. That really, you'll never. There are there are a lot of things you just will never understand why mm-hmm. people like why it's fascinating. No. I'm sure people think collecting golf clubs is fucking stupid. It's like how many clubs you need. Yeah. You can only swing one at a time. Mm-hmm. Why do you need a hundred? Right. Well, I mean, yeah, that's a, that's a fair point. Yeah. But so, yeah, I mean, I think that there are definitely hobbies that I just will never wrap my head around. But hey, good good on the people that enjoy them. I, they just don't make any sense. I also me. feel like hobbies are generational. Like you pick up just like how you act, you know, probably in the environment that you were raised in, you know, whether it's, you know, if your family's acted a certain that way, hurt. you know what I'm saying? I feel like my father yeah. used to collect baseball cards and was super into all that kind of stuff. And then I mm-hmm. started getting into like trading cards when I was younger. And now like I'm super into like kind of getting back into that realm a little bit too. Now that I'm older, you know, he was probably actually collecting those kinds of things at the age that we're at now, you know? Yeah. So it's interesting how it kind of comes full circle and, and it's generational. But what about things for the future, right? Like I know you talked about getting into like collecting more golf clubs. But as we kind of mm-hmm. like take a a broader approach and look at, you know, what the future has to hold. I mean, you know, we're only 25, you know, are there things that you foresee yourself getting into that you have a plan for or a goal for, or is there a way for you to get involved in a hobby right now, whether it's financially capable of, or, or not, just to kind of like start that part. Do you know what I'm trying to say? I do. Like, I'm thinking, like collecting cars. That's exactly, exactly like the tip of my tongue, brother. You took it right out of my mouth. I was thinking about like collecting cars, right? Like obviously at this time, like, We've got we we have a three bedroom condo downtown. We have three parking spots. Like I can't collect fucking cars, nor that I have the money, you know. But like right. that's something I would like to do one day. But you could, I guess you could start collecting like model cars, you know. I don't know. We're talking a lot about, a lot, could, a lot about yeah. collecting too, which is interesting that we yeah, stay on that topic. For I think I, I think the I think a hobby 
All right, so this is just my sure. opinion. I think any hobby where you can collect and also enjoy mm -hmm. and actively use, those are the best hobbies. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to keep using golf as an example because I think I'm just obsessed well, you with it right it, now. Yeah. So that's – yeah. And like for me, it's such a fascinating and interesting hobby because – and again, I'm going to hate on the shells a little bit here, or the, or the stamps, Ma, or the rocks. Ma, I'm sorry. It's Dylan like, hates our shells, Ma. What? what yeah. No. I'm, I, Mrs. Palmer, I, lo I love your shells. I haven't seen them, but I'm sure they're fantastic. But I I just – but those kinds of hobbies for me are difficult. And even this, like the vintage video games and stuff that I collect, it's I don't collect a lot of sealed stuff because I like to use it and play with it and engage with it. I like to interact with what I have. You touch it. For me – the, yeah, the hobbies that I that I enjoy, I think the most are stuff where I can be engaged in it and immersed mm -hmm. in it, and it's more than just holding something and looking at it. It's engaging all my senses, yeah. right? It's changing my neurochemistry, be be way of like getting my adrenaline up or my heart rate moving. It's I like a lot of active hobbies and things. Yeah. Like that's why I gravitate towards. Well, sports, I was gonna so. say it's almost like a hobby to you. Then is more of like an experience, right? Where you're actually being able to put yourself into an environment where you're like. Like you said, you're utilizing your senses. You're actually being able to touch and feel, smell, taste, hear, whatever it is. But the other thing, too, is yes. like for people that don't do those kinds of things, right? Like stamp collectors, mm -hmm. right? They flip through their page of stamps and they just look at it, right? Or they don't. That's an experience, too. It's just a different kind yeah. of experience, right? It's not engaging all the well, same it's senses. It's just a more visual experience. But <clears throat> I don't know. What's your take on this NFT stuff? So let's talk about that. Let's talk a little about tech. NFT is interesting because that that could that could be a hobby. I'm sure it's a hobby. Oh, for I would they're, I would 100 consider that a hobby, and I would consider I, it a huge collectible thing too. I don't necessarily understand really what it fully entails, and I also personally, from what I do understand or know of it, think it's stupid. Mm -hmm. But that's just my take on it. Totally, because it's it's an what is it a non fungible token? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What the fuck does that even mean? It essentially means that people have ownership over a piece of, I would say, like like a digital content media experience, and then that can then be given to another individual. And if I if I understand this correctly, there's almost like royalties in, involved in between the transactions in whom has owned the NFT. But I don't want to get too far into the weeds of it, but essentially there's a finite number of them. So that's why it's a non-fungible well can't token. can't you make anything in an nft can't i make any photo or mm -hmm. a video or yeah a essentially or the point is that it's like it's like digital clout so at some point you know let's everybody's obsessed with digital shit man well that's digital that's why everything. it's moving and that's why i think it's naive to think it's stupid because i think one day we'll look back on this conversation and be like yeah a gold rolex was sick but you know what's even sicker in our vr world i have a gold rolex you know i feel like that's also going to be a huge clout. i disagree with you on that I don't, bro I don't. there's 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 no world where in a where there's no way in my opinion that a Owning a physical gold Rolex would be less cool than owning a fucking virtual. I one. I think in decades, to, I just, think in decades to come, your perspective will change. But that's just my personal opinion, and we can agree to disagree. That's fair. Um, no, no, and I, listen, of course, openly encourage disagreement. I think that. Let's is put the it this way. Let's, of, let, me, let me give you a quick example. Um, what's more valuable nowadays: a hundred thousand Instagram followers and a huge account, or a nice pair of Jordans? 
Yeah, 100% because it's the money-making opportunity. No, I get that. It's the same thing with crypto. I think crypto is fucking garbage. I think it's so stupid. Mm -hmm. It's But it's gonna it's making people a ton of money. It's going to continue yeah. making people money. I, I can understand the, the inherent value and why people would value it. But to me, mm -hmm. it just doesn't – I don't see why it's valuable. I think just while we're on this tangent, in my opinion, people – as people get less and less social – it allows them to still do things that they want to do without having to physically interact, if that makes sense. So it's like having like this digital clout is giving people an opportunity to feel like what it would feel like in a social setting um, and have that experience of being able to have like status or um, what's the word I'm looking for? Just like like fanfare, I guess you could say. But you don't think that's warped? Like that's just not what human like experience is supposed to be. I think human experience entailing. is changing. It's always changing. I mean, human experience the no, way I it was that. hundreds of years ago is different from the way it is now, and from the way it will be a hundred years from now. Absolutely, but I think I don't know. I think the biggest thing that I look at, and this is a really fascinating topic to debate on, and it's interesting because I think this might be one of the few times where where we really do disagree on um, and sit on on opposite sides. Yeah. I find that for a lot of people that have specifically major depressive disorder or generalized anxiety disorder, that removing themselves from technology and getting rid of social media and getting out of the digital space is actually helps a lot of people get out of those really poor mental states. And I think there's a, there's been a ton of research and, mm -hmm. and science behind like the damaging impacts of like social media and digital um, addiction. Mm -hmm. So this stuff just seems like more facilitation of increased attention and time and behavior so sucked into digital shit. And I don't know, I think I'm drawing from my own experience, mm -hmm. so I can't speak for everybody, but the detachment from the tech and the removal from the tech, bringing things, making it more cerebral is in my opinion, more satisfying. And that's like what life is about. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I'm trying to seek more of the detachment as I get older, rather than seek to get involved and ingrained in it more. Absolutely. So I'll just leave you with that. No, I think that's it. interesting. I think I would love to say the same, in the sense that I appreciate in-person social experiences much more. I'm talking on a grander scheme and a grander scale. I think society Fair. is moving towards that way, whereas you and I want to stay more grounded. Um, I don't know. Just yeah, just I'm thinking more micro versus macro. Yeah, that's you're right. Trend. I mean, the reality of it is, is the majority of people on Earth are lost yeah. in some capacity. So you're right. Like the masses are probably going to navigate towards well, stupid shit like TikTok. But anyway, well, that's a that's a topic for another. Time. Well, I love how it comes full circle, brother. Well, it's another great episode of Widehorn. Thanks for listening. I don't need to tell you where to listen to us. Just go out, find us, Google us. There's probably people out there pirating our freaking episodes somewhere. I'm sure they are. Hopefully, hopefully, uh, merch coming soon. I don't know. We'll figure that out soon. Thanks again, guys. Have a great day.